Welcome back to the latest edition of The Blend. We got something special today. This band is going to be in town this weekend. They're playing with Loverboy and Rick Springfield. Let's welcome Mike Skill from the band The Romantics. Mike, welcome back to the show, brother. Steve, uh, my friend, how are you? You know what? I am doing fantastic. You guys are on the road. You guys are busy. You guys are filling up stadiums. You must be so excited. Well, yeah, we got the uh, we got the shows happening with Rick, uh, Rick Springfield, and uh, Loverboy, and uh, uh, it's looking real good, man. It's really looking good. I mean, it's a lot of fun out there. Now I hear that you guys are just going crazy out there. Tell me, tell me, tell me, you're not wearing red leather pants. Um, not on this trip. <laughs> not on this trip. Now you've you've probably known Nick and Mike Greeno. I'm talking about Mike Greeno. He's the lead singer for Loverboy. You've probably known these guys for a while, right? Yeah, he comes he comes right over in, into our dressing room. We're getting ready to go on. He comes over to our dressing room, hangs out for a little bit, and uh, we just ch- do the chatter, you know, and uh, talk things, and then go on. And then he comes over after we kind of hang out. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah. So it's just kind of like a brotherhood. I mean, you guys are attached to the 1980s and stuff, so. There's a lot of respect. I mean, you don't have to be doing the same kind of music. There's just a lot of respect right. uh, for how everybody takes care of their business and everything, and it makes it for a smooth uh, trip. That's why it's uh, it, it, it goes along so easy. So, yeah, it's really good. So would you say touring with other bands is more fun than what it was when you guys first started, when you were, like, headlining and you were really the only act? Is it So is it more fun to be with other guys from, from your era, essentially? Well, um... Well, that's different. I mean, it's totally different because back then you're talking about just one one crowd, one mm-hmm. crowd that was a younger crowd that was uh, just discovering or just getting entertained by uh, the new generation of music coming up. Now it's now it crosses generations. You've got older uh, uh, older folks, and then you've got the, the parents, and then you've got the younger kids all you know in the same boat, and everyone you know is there for the same reason. It's just a little different. Um, it's always been fun. I mean, you can't beat uh, going on stage uh, before the Kinks or Cheap Trick <laughs> right, or, uh, right. you know, or the Tubes or, uh, you know, Adamant, whatever. You know, it was always fun. Um, Adamant used to kick his uh, his band out of our dressing room because he, uh, <laughs> he, uh, <laughs> he didn't want his band fraternizing with us. <laughs> it's you funny. Know, that's and, a funny story. Well, yeah, he had this big tank he used to get in at the end of uh, his show, a tank of water. Like, and he used to sing a song or something and jump in this tank. And uh, one of the last shows, we put up like a, a ton of goldfish in this tank. And he gets in. <laughs> this is at the show, at the end of the show. And he gets in, and he realizes there's a ton of fish in there with him. <laughs> oh, my God. And uh, How much did he freak uh, out with that one? A little pranks, you know, little pranks here and there, but not all, all in good fun. But, um, no, uh, yeah, we're coming into town. We got Brad Elvis. He's from. Uh, uh, he grew up in, I think, Pekin, Illinois. He's lived in Chicago for years, mm-hmm. uh, for years now, and uh, he's coming up. He's be, he'll be with us uh, in Elgin, and uh, it's gonna be big fun. I mean, this is uh, really good. It's uh, for us. It's return to the revolution of rock and roll. Right, <laughs> right. Now, have you played at this venue yet? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Well, it's an outdoor venue right on uh, the Fox River, so it's really, really cool over, and it's, it's somewhat of a new facility. So 
Every seat is a great seat in the house. They've got lawn seats. The acoustics are fantastic. Yeah, incredible. Steve, I don't think we have. If it's new, uh, we've played everywhere around Chicago. If it's something new, I don't think we've been there yet. Yeah, it's it's only been around a couple of years. And I would say Chicago is a staple for you guys, is it not? It always has been. I mean, we everywhere from, if you remember the clubs, Gaspers yep. over there, uh, and uh, what was it, Mothers and Tuts yep. and... Uh, yep. God, we read all of them. Uh, the, the new, uh, oh, what was the club they redid? I can't think of the name of it at the moment. Uh, it was a theater. Anyway, uh, we did a show there with Buddy Guy, of mm-hmm. all people, and it was a benefit. Yeah. Uh, not the new Riviera, the new, I can't think of the name there's, of it. There's so many new ones now. They're, they've all been renamed, it seems like. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. In fact, we I went there with a, a friend and um, the, what's the name, the singer uh, from... Um, Smashing Pumpkins before he was known. He was, we we all hung out. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it was, yeah. See now that's cool. That's what music is really all about. Musicians are getting together, maybe sitting down, playing something, respecting each other. That's why I love these big tours where there's a couple of different bands that go out together. Well, yeah, yeah, you're right because we've been pushing for this for quite. A, we've been asking the question: Why can't we put together three or four bands and go out? This is seven, eight years ago, and. Right. Finally, somehow it flipped around and everyone started asking uh, to do the tours, you know, these tours. So it's it's good. It's back. They're definitely the biggest tours out there that everyone gets to go out. You don't have to worry about standing in line, going into the UC or going out to even the big uh, Soldier Field Stadium tours, which I despise those. Yes, I could go backstage and all that, but you got like 60,000 people. No one can hear or see anything anyway. Yeah, it's pretty impersonal. Impersonal. I mean, I think the sheds, the uh, uh, five, uh, seven to ten, maybe to eight thousand people, whatever it is, those are real comfortable. Those are real, you know, real. You know, you get a real good reaction from the crowd. They're right there, um, seven to ten thousand people, whatever it is. And um, you know, you got a little bit outdoors. You're under mm-hmm. under the roof, and uh, you know, and sometimes not. But um, yeah, it's uh, we uh, yeah, we enjoy it. It's a lot of good, good fun. Yeah. Now I know that you guys have some new music out. You've got a new CD. Uh, when is your release date for that? Well, it's been we've been eking this stuff out. Um, uh, kind of a surprise thing. We put out a, a little surprise for fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did uh, a, a Christmas song uh, yep. in the, in, during the, for the not a, or a holiday song, uh, deck the halls and um, not necessarily Christmas but a holiday, and um, and uh, then we paired that up with the song we wrote uh, called Coming Back Home. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of gift, a gift, little gift for the holiday season. And then uh, recently in the last three weeks, uh, we we put out a version of We Gotta Get Out of This Place. And um, of all things, I did a, um, well, we did a, a strong guitar attack on Daydream Believer. Mm-hmm. It's like a real, like, Yardbirdsy kind of kind of thing. Kind of, kind of romantics Yardbirds, I'd say, if, if you know who Yardbirds are. <laughs> and right now, the people that don't are Googling it, going, who the hell are the Yardbirds? <laughs> it's where Jimmy Page came from and Jeff Beck and Eric Clapton. Right, and they'll say, Jimmy Page, isn't that guy that got sued from Led Zeppelin? More than once. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. More than once. Muddy Waters, yeah, more than once, quite a few. Times already. Some of the greatest musicians ever. Now, the three tracks that you mentioned, four tracks, we've had a great response here. 
And I know uh, Daydreaming, We Gotta Get Out of Here, people just will not stop requesting those songs on my show. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Great. That's great to hear. I, my, uh, yeah, people working here for us here was telling us uh, the same thing. And uh, that's great because got, it's got that attack, that Midwest, you know, Chicago, Detroit attack, mm-hmm. you know, that Detroit energy. And, um, and uh, it's still got the melodies, but we really dig in on the, on the kick drum and the bass on both songs. And, uh, you know, I mean, it's 40, what is 50 years for the monkeys. And, uh, we've never done one of their songs. We've enjoyed it when we were little kids, you know, when we were young tots, but, uh, you know, we never envisioned ourselves really covering any, although they have some great songs, great writers, uh, wrote for them. And, uh, it was just a treat. Um, uh, the lady from, uh, her dad started KTL records. They used to, uh, put on late night TV. They put, uh, compilations on, right. on TV when we were small kids and you could afford it because you get 10 songs on, right. on a compilation <laughs> right. and it'd be uh, 10 hits. And so she came to us and she offered us, uh, to go into the studio, pay for the studio, go in, record and put out this thing. And, uh, she threw some songs at us. We threw some songs at her and, uh, that's how this came about. Now, we're also in the work, a full out length original will be later this year. We start working on. So, but this is just a fun thing. We wanted to get out there. We've never done this before with, uh, doing other people's song, a whole set. Now I know the, the Uh, two songs that I'm talking about, the 20 somethings, and I, I call them that kindly, they don't even know who the original artists are, so they think this is brand new spanking music. Well, it is. <laughs> Let's keep that going. Right. It's 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 all in fun, and it's good songs from back in an era when, uh, like, 1966 was one of the best, in my opinion, for my, um, what I do uh, is one of the best years for uh, mm-hmm. pop pop popular music on the radio it was uh, 65, 6, 7, and uh, 66 really stands out. If you go back and look at it, right? Um, I recommend someone to go, people to go do that. It's a really good era, really good time in music. Yeah, if you listen, to, if you go back for those historians, that was the the change in music with the Beatles and the Rolling Stones, and really music just changed forever uh, in, in that that time period. Yeah, yeah, it, it, the whole Beatle thing kind of settled in. Yep, they had their you know their smashes in the beginning, their little pop ditties, and then they started getting into being influenced by Bob Dylan and, uh, you know, and others, uh, and, and just really, uh, settling into songwriting and, uh, the songs were tremendous, you know, all those, all those tunes were great tunes around that time. We're coming out, we were, you know, it was finally, it was coming out of that fifties kind of, um, rock and roll thing into, into a whole new thing after the, uh, you know, after Elvis went to, went to the army and all that, and right. then there was a lull and there was all that, uh, Boston over music came out and then Pat Boone and all that. And then the <laughs> Beatles hit. So right. yeah. Pat Boone and, and Elvis's army movies right there. Classic stuff. Yeah. It's fun watching them. I, I just, uh, someone, I read an interview somewhere, uh, George Harrison just wanted to tell him, he saw him backstage somewhere in the seventies. And he just wanted to tell him Elvis, Elvis, get back to your jeans, put your jeans back on and, and do some rock and roll. He was doing, you know, those long, uh, gushing songs, big, you know, productions and that with a jumpsuit. Right. But that's the way it goes is, you know, you can't just tell somebody they've got to do it on their own. Right. You got to find it out on your own, uh, much like you guys in your band. So who was your influence when you were growing up? I mean, who did you really listen to when you were going to drop a 45 well, or a 33? Well, 
I mean, I was listening to my brother, both two brothers, older brothers' records. I, they told me not to mess with their records, and of course, I messed with their records. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm really young and putting on Heartbreak Hotel and yeah. uh, and uh, Scotty Moore. You know, he just passed away yep. this past week. Yep. yep. And uh, you know, Gary Burton with um, Ricky Nelson played guitar. Um, James Burton. James Burton was the guitar player for Ricky Nelson, who Elvis stole away for his band. And then um, there was a lot of these college kind of tunes tunes that came up around the early 60s uh and surf tunes uh mm-hmm. those were kind of wild rock mm-hmm. and roll at the time and uh then the kinks hit, yep. and that's what i really dug into i i really liked uh the kingsman's louis louis mm. and then the kingsman hit and i read a story recently that the manager of the kinks told them to write a song along the lines of louis louis and those are like my two right two favorite sounds you know the sounds sounds of the guitars and the attack and the, the slow draw of Red Davies telling the stories. Oh. Know, stories. One of the greatest live bands I ever saw in my life was the Kinks, Ray Davies. It was unfreaking oh. believable. Really good, really good, yeah, really good. And this was the 80s when they had, like, Come Dancing coming out, which really wasn't who they were, but what sound, what energy. I, you know, I wish he would go back on tour, like a full tour sometime. Well, when you're, yeah, when you're a writer, I mean, you, you do your rockers, you do your rockers, and all, you have, uh, a few albums of rockers and then you get you know you, you spread out your wings a little bit you know and it's yep. nice to have a couple different uh uh vibes on a song you know come dance was a a cool little uh i think he wrote about his sister. yeah it was about his sister his sister yep. his sister and her boyfriend or something or she, yeah yeah so. so if you think about what great story writing that was to write about your sister as you're looking out the window as she's trying to kiss her boyfriend and stuff what who writes that <laughs> he's a teen yeah well, that's the that's what the man the original manager was a, a kooky kind of fifties kind of like um, pop idol in in London, and he turned over to management. And he told mm. he said, "Ray, Ray, you got to write songs. You got great stories. I need to write stories." And he told him just to do that draw, that kind of draw, uh, the way he uh, bounces out the words, and uh, to copy that Kingsman thing. And then, and then he took it to his own, you know, into his own into his own thing. And uh, man, what look at I go back and start listening to those songs and playing guitar to those songs just for fun. And I'm realizing there's, I've gone through like 15 songs, 15 songs and there's more, 15 more. He's got so many songs that are incredible. You know, Ray Davis is a great writer. (laughs) Now, could you play with your brother? I mean, he played all those years with his brother. I, I have, I don't know if I get in a band all the time, every time, maybe I could, I'm different. I might be different than them, but you know, yeah, they had their trials and tribulations, right? <laughs> All brothers do. Yeah. Yep. Even I do. You know, we're not even the same industries, yeah. and we, we still... It's just sibling <laughs> rivalry. It's it's there forever. Well, my brother plays guitar. We we sit down and jam. Last month, we were I was in Detroit, and uh, back in Detroit, and um, and we sat down and played a little bit. It's been a while since we had. Yeah. It was fun. You know, we're trading off. Here's how you, hey, here's how this goes. Here's how that goes. That's how we learned everything back then. You know, you'd have a band in your neighborhood, and then right. you'd run over to the other neighborhood, and you'd learn guitar licks from another guy who played guitar in bands in another neighborhood, right. running around the city of Detroit, <laughs> you know, on the east side. Right. And, um, you know. Hey, that's how we did radio. We would uh, knock off each other and, uh, you know, just try to rip off. <laughs> like for here was Larry Lujak when I was really, really young. So he had a boogie check yeah, or whatever. Was, so. I was probably 13 or 14 going into junior high, 
And there was a kid, Dennis Poster. He had the longest hair and the straightest pants and, and brown suede beetle boots, the coolest kid and played <laughs> guitar. This guy was like the neighborhood rock star. Right. <laughs> you know, it was so cool. It was, it was just a crazy time. That's around 60, I don't know, 60 something, mid 60s. That, that is just too freaking cool. Now tell me who all, who are the other members in the band? Uh, you've got Rich Cole on bass. He mm-hmm. was on the first two albums by the Romantics and the third one. Uh, but uh, then you've got w- Wally Palmer, who was on all the records, all, all the records singing. And mm-hmm. uh, we brought Rich back uh, in 2011. Um, I jumped over back over on guitar. Um, I started on guitar the first two albums with What I Like About You and right. uh, uh, and Night Like This on the second album and all that, all those songs. Um national breakout record and then um let's see uh so that's me mike skill on those first two records and and more and uh we have brad elvis from uh your town there chicago right um and and outlying area uh, where he was born and um and he's on drums he's been a, a staple around uh, music for quite a while he was with the elvis brothers he right. had a band called the screams Right. Back in the early 80s, I believe, and a uh, great drummer. Uh, he was recommended by uh, uh, by Clem Burke. When Clem, we had Clem and Burke, it was in our band, uh, drummer from Blondie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was in and out. Uh, he would do gigs with uh, Blondie, and, he, and he'd come on the road with us. Then they had a big tour in 2000, uh, it was either four, five, or six. And uh, he recommended Brad. Brad worked out real good. Brad's a good, solid drummer. Fun to watch. Real fun to watch. Come out and see Brad. Now, for for drumming, uh, does changing the drummer change the sound of the group more so if you were to change the guitarist or the bassist? I mean, does the drummer really change the group? Both changes the guitar, too. uh, This band, my rhythm, my the way I play rhythm and hit the guitar and bang the guitar is pretty... And the way me and Wally and I uh, integrate each other's playing uh, is is rhythmic like drums. And there's not a lot of players that play that way. A lot of players will um, get a distortion and they hit it once and that note lasts for the whole verse. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where, where I'm playing like a drummer, rhythm, banging the guitar through the verse. Like the five, MC5 or like the Stooges or you know Bob Seger, early Bob Seger. Um, and when you get a drummer, it's the same kind of thing, but there's, uh, it's like the heartbeat. It's like the, uh, there's something between the kick and snare that there's gotta be a, um, uh, a balance, a balance and a human, uh, evenness about it. It's really a soul thing. It's really, you know, when you have that right guy, mm-hmm. that kick, just the kick drum supplies the whole the whole groundwork for for it, you know. I don't want to give drummers too much credit, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny. Yeah, that is just too funny. Yeah, it, yeah I'm trying to simplify it, uh, but it, it's um, it's there's just a groove thing. There's a, you know, and then as you go around the country, there's different guys attack the drums a different way. Down south, up in Detroit, New York, over in New, New York, New Jersey, um, California style. There's different styles that. Um, have eaten into this, into, into the music. And, you know, of course, down in New Orleans too. Um, you know, you have these guys in the South uh, that used to, um, on a soul beat though, the, the one, the one 
would be on the beat, and the next one beat would be a little, you don't even notice it, a little behind the beat, the next mm-hmm. snare beat. And so it's all these different little techniques that, you know, most people don't know that are happening. Well, that's why they need to get out to the show, specifically this weekend over in Elgin. Mike Skill from the Romantics. you got Loverboy. You've got Rick Springfield. That is the show. There are still some tickets uh, still available. We're going to play a couple of uh, your new songs just for you, Mike. What do you think? Well, that's great. i, I got to tell you, people that don't know or have never seen him, Rick Springfield's a, a good rocker, man. He's a good rock and roller from Australia. That's He started in rock and roll over there, came over here, and, you know, things went the way they went, but he really does a great show. Mm-hmm. And then all the girls get to see him take his shirt off, too, so. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you didn't need to tell me that one, okay? I didn't need to see that. <laughs> I'm used to it. I saw it every night. That's too funny. Well, then, you know, when I'm at the show, you'll have to take your shirt off, Mike, or I'll take mine off with you, all right? We'll do that on stage. Well, I'll just sweat real hard, and uh, <laughs> we'll just sweat real hard, and uh, we'll just rock it. We'll right. just rock it. That's- Always a pleasure to have you on, Mike. We will have you. We'll ha- keep having you. Uh, on the show love it when you're on Thank the show you, anytime yeah i'm sorry it took so long to get us get it together we've all been pa- passing ships in the night or whatever you want to call it and uh uh thank you for the support and all the fans and everybody uh calling into the songs um uh we're out there uh we're we're rocking it kicking it detroit style and uh come out and see us it's a lot of fun and we have a lot of good time here are the brand new hits from the romantics daydream and we gotta get out of here thanks for listening to the blend